Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Edwin. Hey, Andrew. It's Monday. Time for a new week of Text Talk. Exactly. And a new psalm. Today's psalm is Psalm 41. Absolutely. Do you want to talk about the text of Psalm 41? Let's do it. Psalm 41, I'm going to read the text from that we're going to talk about from the ESV. Hey, that's the name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> psalm 41, English Standard Version. To the choir master, a psalm of David. Blessed is the one who considers the poor. In the day of trouble, the Lord delivers him. The Lord protects him and keeps him alive. He is called blessed in the land. You do not give him up to the will of his enemies. The Lord sustains him on his sickbed. In his illness, you restore him to full health. As for me, I said, O Lord, be gracious to me. Heal me, for I have sinned against you. My enemies say of me in malice, When will he die and his name perish? And when one comes to see me, he utters empty words while his heart gathers iniquity. When he goes out, he tells it abroad. All who hate me whisper together about me. They imagine the worst for me. They say, a deadly thing is poured out on him. He will not rise again from where he lies. Even my close friend in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has lifted his heel against me. But you, O Lord, be gracious to me and raise me up that I may repay them. By this I know that you delight in me. My enemy will not shout in triumph over me, but you have upheld me because of my integrity and set me in your presence forever. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. So as we come to Psalm 41, I notice that this is another psalm that begins and ends with a beatitude, a blessing, a happy um, although I notice at the end of verse 13, or in verse 13 rather, it's blessed be the Lord. And so this is a praise to God and a blessing upon him. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And then I, I guess I'm wondering as we look at the beginning, this beatitude, this blessing, is this on a man or is this also on the Lord? That is a fantastic question that, that, uh, Honestly, I'm going to answer that differently than most people answer it. Okay. I'm going to give a different answer than most people. One thing I do want to point out is that while in the English we do see the word blessed Mm -hmm. in the first verse and in the last verse, in the Hebrew, those are two different words. Okay. In the the first one, and I don't know how to pronounce these, but in the first one, it's it's like Asher or Ashra, which is uh, actually related to the name Asher, one of the 12 sons. 12 tribes. Yeah, because... um, his mom was saying, oh, I'm happy now. I'm happy mm-hmm. because I have this son. Um, the The word in verse 13, I think, is Baruch or something along those lines, which does convey that idea of certainly of praise. Yeah. Now, two different words, but similar potentially in meaning as it's talking about the idea of saying good things about doing good things for praising. One of the mistakes that often happens, and and you and I as preachers, we often try as we're preaching to make points about, hey, in this passage and in this passage, it's the same word translated in different ways in the English, which sometimes causes us to think that if it's different words in the original language, then we can't make any comparisons or connections. That is not the case. Hebrew and Greek 
had synonyms and words that were similar that conveyed same meanings just like we do in the English. And so just because the word is different doesn't mean we can't draw some connections. And so that's kind of laying a groundwork for my answer to your question. The, the most common, the most commonly taught position on this, at least that I read while I was studying, is that in verse 1 of Psalm 41, blessed is the one who considers the poor, is a beatitude about anyone among humans that will give thought to those who are poor or weak, which this word actually is is more about weakness, which would include a financial poverty, but is not just limited to that, that, that this is a beatitude on anyone who would consider and give thought to and take care of those who are weak, those who are poor, those who are needy, because if they will do that, then the Lord will respond to them in the ways that we find throughout the next several verses. That's a possibility. Mm-hmm. That is, at least from what I've read, the most commonly accepted view. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I think it might be something else. And here's why. Do you remember how Psalm 40 ended? Well, let me let me just read that. So I've got the New King James here, but Psalm 40 and verse 7 or verse 16 rather. Yeah. Let all those who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. Let such as love your salvation say continually, the Lord be magnified. But I am poor and needy. Yet the Lord thinks upon me. You are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay, oh my God. This is one of those places where I know, at least in my past, I've often told people, hey, these are separate units. We Mm -hmm. don't read them in context of one another. But as we have now gone through 41 weeks of studying the Psalms (laughs) and almost every week saying, oh, wait a minute, this connects back to the previous Psalm. Oh, wait a minute, this connects back to the previous two Psalms. Oh, wait a minute, we've got a story going on here. Now I get to Psalm 40 that Mm -hmm. ends with, Lord, you're amazing. You need to be magnified. You need to be praised. Why? Because I was poor and needy and you thought about me. Yeah. You delivered me. Yeah. And then the very next song begins with, blessed is the one who considers the poor. Mm -hmm. I cannot help but think that the reason the editors of the Psalms put these two poems together is because when we moved from Psalm 40 to Psalm 41, we were actually supposed to recognize this is a praise of Yahweh. A praise of Yahweh because he remembers the poor. Because Yahweh remembers the poor. And rather than rather than saying, hey, you all need to be people who consider the poor because if you do, then God will treat you this way, which is a perfectly legitimate thing to say. Lots of people will highlight that that interpretation goes along with blessed are the merciful for they shall receive mercy. Right. That is a perfectly legitimate point. It is a point that the Bible teaches. I'm just not sure that this psalm is teaching it. Yeah. I think what this psalm is telling us is our God is blessed. Our God is to be praised. Our God is to be considered worthy. Our God is amazing and wonderful. Why? Because he considers the poor and needy, just like it said at the end of the previous psalm. And then in the rest of verses 1 through 3, we are actually seeing the demonstration of the one who gives thought to the weak and needy. And it's describing Yahweh. In the day of trouble, the Lord delivers him. Who does the Lord deliver? The poor. The poor man. Are we not getting a description of the Lord considering the poor and the weak? 
The Lord protects him and keeps him alive. He is called blessed in the land. You do not give him up to the will of his enemies. And so and, that you there would be the Lord. Lord is not giving him up to the will right. of his enemies. You, the Lord, do not give him up to the will of his enemies. And so I think the he in verse 2 is the poor. The poor is called blessed in the land. But why? Because the Lord gives thought to the poor. Right. And then finally in verse 3, the Lord sustains him on his sickbed. In his illness, you restore him to to full health. Here is the Lord who gives thought to the poor and needy. And because he does that, David recounts how the Lord deals with the poor and needy, how the Lord considers the poor and needy. Because he does that in verse four, David makes his request. Lord, I bless the one who considers the poor and needy. Here's what you do. I know I've seen you do it. And so now I'm going to pray for you to be what you are, to act the way you've acted, to continue to be the kind of God you are. Take care of me because I'm the poor and needy right now. And I'm seeing that interpretation and that reading, particularly with the appreciation that this word poor is not necessarily about financial destitution or starving. I've got a marginal note here about it being helpless Mm -hmm. or powerless. And if that was the term used in the translation, I think we would see it even clearer, the connection to David and his reference to his sickness and to his sin. There is a helplessness here and a powerlessness here that actually money cannot fix, okay? You can have all the money in the world. It doesn't mean the doctors have something for your sickness. And all the money in the world is not going to buy your forgiveness of sins. It's only the Lord that can provide that. And so for the helpless and the powerless, we see that he is the benefactor. And so bless him, praise him. I want to be 100% transparent on this. I understand that what I am presenting and what you, I think, are agreeing with me about, again, it's not the most common interpretation. I could be wrong. We could be wrong on this. It could be exactly what everyone is saying. And I do want to be 100% transparent that the word for poor at the beginning of Psalm 41 is a different word than poor at the end of Psalm 40. Mm. I go back, though, to that point. That the poor, the word here translated, or that could be translated helpless or weak, powerless, or powerless uh, is a word that is synonymous and similar to the poor and needy. Mm-hmm. Yet we're not thinking about different kinds of people because it's a different word. We're actually thinking of the exact same kind of people. The poor and needy are the same as the ones who are helpless and powerless. It's not always a financial thing. Yeah, so It's often a spiritual thing. Sometimes it's a physical, biological thing. And in fact, that's what David goes through and asks for. He's, he's right. powerless against his enemies. He's powerless against whatever sickness he's facing right now. He's powerless against the spiritual issues of his sins right now. And right. so he calls out to the one who considers the weak and powerful. Well, and that's where I was going, because even in the psalm here, it's not that bread is going to solve this problem, and it's not that money is going to solve this problem. And so it seems to be speaking to a different type of poverty. And medicine is not going to solve this problem. Medicine is not going to solve this problem. These are the things that could be spoken to, but that's not it. Okay, so on the other side of this, I would recognize that starting in Psalm 1, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly and stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scoffers. And then we move into Psalm 2 as it talks about the nation that puts its trust in God. And last week, we did a survey of all these Beatitudes from Psalm 1 up to this one. That was a great episode. I can understand (laughs) why we would come to this one and say it's another one. It's it's just filling out and rounding out that picture. And and I think that's a good contextual argument of the Psalms itself. 
itself to get to that point. However, I think in response to that, my argument would be, think about what we've seen in the Psalms, though. The Psalms from Psalm 1 up to Psalm 40 now have walked us through a journey of David, who wanted to be that guy at the beginning, who wanted to be the one who meditated on the word of the Lord, who did what the Lord said, who always trusted in the Lord. But as we've gone through the Psalms, we've seen... Here's a person that doesn't always do that. Here's a person that has failed at that. And so then we got to the psalm that said, blessed is the one who is forgiven. And and that that is a wonderful blessing. But now we've gotten to the one that points out, why is the person who meditates on the law blessed? Why is the person who is forgiven blessed? I'll tell you why. Because the God he serves is worthy of praise and honor and glory because he considers the weak and powerless. In fact, do you remember Psalm 8? Lord, when I look at your heavens and I see the moon and the stars that you have established, mm-hmm. what is man that you are mindful that you are mindful of him that you give consideration and thought to him? I'll tell you what man is. He's powerless, he's helpless, he's weak, he's poor, and he's needy. And where is the real blessing? The blessing is in God, not because and, and, and I don't think David is saying, look, here's why I know God will answer this prayer, because I've been so good at taking care of poor people. He's saying, here's why I know God will answer this prayer, because he's the one that considers and gives thought yeah. to those who are powerless and helpless and willing to cast themselves upon him for mercy and grace. This psalm helps us to appreciate the greatness of our God and one more reason to bless him and to praise him. Well, there's our first conversation on Psalm 41, and I'm looking forward to the rest. Hope that you'll join us for all of them. Uh, Rate this podcast. Share it with a friend. We appreciate it so much. Send us an email and let us know what you're learning from the word. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Let's have a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, so much for the day that you've given us. Father, as I read this psalm, and Ed, when we read it together, we we want to echo the psalmist and, and bless you. Amen. You are great and you are mighty because you are mindful of us mm. who are powerless, who are helpless apart from you. But you love us. You lift us up. You give us every good thing. Thank you, God. Thank you for your love. Bless you. Praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.